2012 on radio.org.au Making prayer a part of my daily life with Father Long. Father Long is a Capuchin priest of the Australian province who was born in Vietnam and migrated to Australia in 1979. Father Long joined the Capuchins in 1999 and was ordained to the priesthood in 2008. He holds a licentiate of sacred theology and spirituality and a diploma in formation from the Pontifical Gregorian University in Rome. This C2012 workshop was recorded in collaboration between XT3.com and Cradio. This is a prayer workshop, so let us start with a prayer, okay? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this day. We give you thanks for bringing us, us together in this gather, gathering. We give you thanks for each one of us, for our lives, for, for you as our God. We give you thanks for everything that you have given us. And we ask you to enlighten our hearts and our minds as we broke open your words through the gift of prayer, what you have to teach us that we may encounter you more deeply in our spiritual life and we ask you to open our hearts and we offer this to our lady Hail Mary full of grace the Lord is with thee blessed art thou among women this is the fruit of thy womb Jesus holy Mary mother of God pray for our sinners now and at the hour of our death amen in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, welcome everyone. Um, can you all hear me? I have a really soft voice. Um, but um, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to follow my notes, because most of the uh, things I want to say, I don't have a really good memory, so I'm going to rely on my notes. So uh, do not mind me sit here in this chair and then just follow my notes, okay? So I'm uh, a Capuchin, as um, Emily was saying, and I work as a chaplain at Notre Dame University down in, here in Broadway, and I'm also a student director, student master um, for our seminarians at Leichhardt. So I have a double role, double job at, at the moment. So, um, and I'm here to talk to you about prayer, daily prayer. So I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off by... Um, talk to you about what is the meaning of prayer, so a bit of theory, I'm trying to keep it very brief, and then um, the daily prayer, the, the basic prayer, so normal daily prayer, when what you do every day, or, um, and also pray at Mass, I'm not going to talk about devotion, okay, you can, I'm not, that's not what my intention is all about, then the second part, I want to talk about mental prayer, so meditation, Lexio Divina, uh, things like that, that's going to be the second part. And then at the end of it, if we have time, I'll get you to all do it. Practice uh, how to meditate. Um, hopefully, some of you will be awake. Are you awake? Yes. Yeah. It's actually not a very good time to meditate. I find this time really hard to meditate because we have siesta in our tradition, the, the Italian sort of Capuchin uh, tradition of medita uh, meditation, holy hour. We call it holy hour. It's actually sleeping, sleeping time. <laughs> so siesta time. So if you can really, really focus at this time, it will be really good. But just, just, just to begin, okay, one of the things I think most of the uh, Catholics take it for granted is, is the sign of the cross. 
It's a basic thing, okay? The sign of the cross is actually a prayer. Did you know that? You know it is a prayer? When you make the sign of the cross, you say, Name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. It actually is a prayer. It's a really short prayer. And the reason, the sign of the cross goes back to, to the, even the, in the Old Testament. You know, Jesus said, God said to, in the book of Deuteronomy, it said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. You shall have the Lord your God with your whole heart, with your whole soul, and with all your strength. So when we make the sign of the cross, we say in the name of the Father. So everything is in here, okay? With all your mind, okay? With all your mind, with all your heart. That's so why we, we put our, our hand here. And with all your strength, you know? But it's actually in the form of a cross, isn't it? So not many Catholics know that. We don't know that. It's actually, it's a prayer. When we do the sign of the cross, we're actually professing our own faith. You know? This is what I believe, you know? Um, and so that words, you, you are to love the Lord with all your mind, with all your heart, and with all your strength. That's what, that's what it is. Sign of the cross, the passion, okay, the cross, but also, you know, this is what I believe in. So sign of the cross is really important. So when you do it, when you do, when you, we always start beginning of the prayer with the sign of the cross and end with the sign of the cross. So do it with reverence, okay? Don't, don't rush it through. And, and also when you go to dinner, when you go outside, don't be afraid. Pray at dinner, pray, pray at lunch or something. Make the sign of the cross. That's a really important thing, okay? So that's the first thing. But what I want to, what, um, want to talk to you about is prayer. Now, what is prayer? Um, just going to read this uh, part here. It's just a short definition of what is prayer is. And then we go into the practice of prayer later. Prayer is simply talking to God as if He is there with us at all times. You know, we know that God is always there with us. And you know, He wouldn't be God if He's not there. He's always there, but He's always also in our hearts, always there with us. So when it comes to God, you can never simply talk to yourself because God created you. He keeps you in existence and is, is intensely interested in you. He wants you. You know, that's what it is. He, he draws us to him and we respond to that. St. Thomas Aquinas said, at the deepest level of our hearts, our desire of our heart is for happiness. You know, everybody search for happiness. Everybody seeks for, for happiness. And the desire of happiness is nothing less than the desire of God. We all want God. You know, even if you refuse God, deep down, you still want God because you want happiness. Everybody wants happiness. This desire for God is expressed in prayer for us Christians, for us, those who believe, so that it is through prayer that we come to live an intimate relationship with God. So, so then prayer is an ongoing conversation with God. And the key to a deeper spiritual life of extraordinary grace is through prayer. We need prayer. Prayer is basically opening up our hearts and our minds to God. It is bringing God into our thoughts and letting God having an influence in our action and open up ourselves to God so that God can change us. That's the purpose of prayer. The purpose of prayer is to be able to change us. That's, that's the reason why we pray. We don't pray just to say devotions. You know, we don't just say 
um, the, the, the rosary because it's good for us, you know, the, because it's a devotion. We don't just, you know, just pray because the church tells us to pray. We, we, we got to pray. It's part of who we are. We, we're human beings. We are body and soul. Okay? The spirit is it's in us. And you don't just go to Mass because uh, you have to do it. You, know, um, you go to Mass on Sunday because you, know, you need the Mass. You, you need a Mass. And so you go because you need, you need to be changed. That's the whole purpose of prayer. You do something because you want to change. And so where you are going to get this grace to change? The only place we can get it is, is Christ, is God. You know, God Himself is the only, you know, being in, you know, who, who can change us. We need God to change. So to open, to start praying, is to come in contact with God, and especially to come in contact with Christ. And prayer is very, very simple. It's a, it's a simple thing, and it's actually the most important thing for life. Everybody needs to pray. And I think the more of anything, you as young people, most of you are, are young, uh, you should pray. You know, as young as, as a young person, you should pray more than anything else. Because you've got so much to ask God. You know, you're so much, you, you're so young. And you've got so much to tell God. You know, and, and then God has so much to tell you, to, to, to tell you everything that He wants you. You know, because your life is just starting off. You're just at the beginning of your life. And now that you're, well, you're taking charge of your own life, and you don't have your parents to, to tell you what to do, you, know, you're, you, you have to be on your own two feet. You've got to stand up for your own feet. You know, you, you've got to um, know what the world is running, it's, it's around you. you know, and then you've got to look at your life, how God wants you to do in, in your life, what God wants you. And you've got to find the answer for that. So where do you go for that? You got to go to God, so God will let you know your gifts and your talents in your life. So we need to have prayer. Prayer is that entering, you know, into that space of God, and God is the one who talks to us and open up, opening up our minds and to see what is He's telling us, especially what God is telling us, you know, telling you as a young person what you need to do, what is His will for you. That is absolutely important for you as a young person. And prayer goes through a certain, certain stages. Huh? And we pray because we want to discover something, you know, to discover what God wants us to do, what is his will for us. And also, there is a stage of maturing. We need prayer because we want strength. You know, sometimes it's, it's hard for us to go through difficulties, to crisis. So we need prayer in order to, for God to give us strength, to live out our, our daily life. So prayer... It's very simple. You know, we speak to God, God speaks to us. That's really important. So, ways of praying. This is my first part. Just basic, everyday uh, way of praying. Okay? And my advice to you as a young person, if you want to have a spiritual life, and if you want to have a prayerful life, or perhaps if you have someone who is like just coming back to their faith, you know, left their faith, coming back to their faith, Repracticing their faith, and you, maybe you. Um, in any case, if you have a desire, you know, to, to, to want God to pray, God is already working in you. you know, if you have that desire in you, in searching for God, you already, God is already working and, and, and pushing you and drawing you 
in, inside of you. You don't have to do much. You know, even if you, you just come back to your faith, God is already working you. So don't make prayer too complicated. Don't make it it's so complicated that you, it's so hard for you to keep, um, keep going on. You know, be faithful to your prayer. Make prayer simple. Keep it simple. You know, that kiss, kiss idea. Keep it simple, stupid or something. <laughs> so, but, so make prayer simple. Okay, these are some of the, the simple everyday uh, ways that, that I usually do. So most of these are from my experience, how I do. Okay, if you... Um, so everybody have their own way of praying, but this is why, the way how I do it, okay? So maybe you can learn something from this. The first way of prayer for every day is a simple prayer, okay? Simple prayer. The best kind of prayer is a very simple prayer, and that is to keep it short, keep it brief, okay? A brief prayer, that's a really simple prayer. You know, just a few words. You don't have to say much. You, know, you, you get up early in the morning, and you know you, you look out the window and you see a beautiful sky, a beautiful day. So instead of saying "What a lovely day," you say "Lord, what a beautiful day." You know you turn, you put the word "Lord" in, and you change the word, you know, change to the sentence into a profound thing. You put "Lord" in, simple as that. You know, in front of a statement, you put "Lord" there. Lord, what a cold day. You know, we're all wearing a jumper. Lord, you know. Um, what what a beautiful uh, beautiful car or something like that, you know. Um, Lord, what a beautiful child, and and instead of drive, uh, I I think that the best way to to change your way of thinking, if you have a negative way of thinking, if you always think of negative thing and becoming very um, negative about other person, the best way to change that thought is to to. To say it in positive way by saying thank you, thank you, Lord. You know, uh, thank you for this. You know, um, thank you for a beautiful day. Thank you for a wonderful meal. You know, um, and the other way, you know, I know there's a talk next door on pornography. Okay, if if you have problem with pornography, if you see a beautiful girl and you start to, you know, have thoughts in your head, the way to do that, I always tell people, is to change that way of thinking. Instead of thinking negatively about the person, think positively. Change it into a prayer. Lord, what a beautiful girl. What a wonderful girl. So instead of thinking negatively, you make it into a prayer, you change your way of thinking, and it changes the whole perspective. And, and the more you do that, the more you can get rid of all these bad thoughts about other people. Or if you get angry about other people, you know, Lord, what a wonderful person. You change, change. It's a, it's a very, very easy way of praying, and you can do that any time. You don't have to, to have a regular way of doing it. Just as long as you, you, you're, you, you are aware of it, you can make it into a prayer. Anything, every time, short, you know, brief, it's the easiest way to pray. So that's, that's the first way. Another everyday simple way of praying is at, at the Eucharist. It's actually the most... Uh, powerful time to pray, okay? Because when you are um, at the Eucharist or before the Blessed Sacrament, or when you go to Mass and you are receiving Holy Communion, you're you're actually you're, you're actually there with God. Jesus is present there, and and you don't have to do that much, you know. And the difficult thing uh, 
about this time is that to imagine things, you know, you, 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 get, um, you get all this feeling. We look at our feelings and say, um, I'm talking here. I, God is there, but how do I know he's talking to me? You got that, the difficulties of your feelings and then I'm not sensing anything. He's there, but I'm not sensing. Most of the time when we pray, we, we go through that feelings. And, and sometimes, you know, um, you, you think that God is li- not listening to you. Um, and you don't see much happening when you go to Mass and, you know, God is there, but I'm not receiving anything. I'm not feeling anything. Um, the thing is because we are made of body and spirit, and sometimes our body does not seem to cooperate with our prayer you know, when we go to Mass. And our feelings don't seem to cooperate. How do, how do you handle that? How do you handle that, that tension or that difference between feelings and, and knowing? You know, how, how do you handle, uh, handle this? Well, I think this is it's a call for a real mature in, in, in faith. Because how you handle that is your faith. Your faith is the key. When you go to communion, your faith is the key to your prayer here. There are certain things that don't change. You know, heaps of things around here change. But there are certain things that don't change, and that is God. God doesn't change. God is always present. Always present. It doesn't matter how you feel. He's always present. He's always there. God always loves you. you know, it doesn't matter how you feel. Christ is always the solution to our problem. And it doesn't matter how you feel. He's always present there in the Eucharist. No matter how you feel about it, He's there. Whether you feel fervent, whether you feel distracted in your prayer, He's always there can't do anything about that. He, he is there. So the way you make that difference, the way you overcome that in prayer, is faith. You start off by in the things that you know, then you build on the things that you know. So when you start off praying, and you don't feel your emotion, or whatever in which way, inside of you, you say, Lord, I know you are present. I know you are here. And when you start working off from the things that you, you know, you don't have to feel it. You know, because you know God is there. You are opening up your heart to God. And you are letting God speak to you. And you are letting God tell you what He wants you to do. So it doesn't matter how you feel about it. You know, whether you feel Him or not, it doesn't matter. To let all that comes, after, you, you, you let all that comes afterward. When you have received communion, it comes back later, maybe. So when you go to the Eucharist, or when you go to receive Christ in communion, you don't have to wonder if Christ is listening to you or not. You don't have to wonder if Christ is there. You know He is there. He is there in the Eucharist. And all you have to do is start talking to Him. Start talk, talking to Him. Have a conversation with Him. Now, the other difficulty in prayer is that God doesn't seem to be talking back to us. You know, Father, you, um, you say that prayer is a conversation between God and, and me. But I, I, I don't think so. Well, I'm doing most of the talking. I don't hear God talking to me. Um, so, well, what is this, God, Father? And so, I, I always say, because mainly because um, you talk too much. Maybe we, we, we tend to talk too much. We have to let God do the speaking as well. So have the way of an attitude of listening in prayer. Okay? 
So how do you recognize this? The third way is how do you recognize God is speaking to you in prayer? How do you, how do you recognize this? Another way in prayer is that you've got to recognize how God speaks back to you. you know, it's really hard to listen to God, but God do. God does speak to every one of us. Now, God doesn't usually speak to us by hearing voices. He, he doesn't speak to us like now. You know, I, list, I speak, you listen, and you can hear everything what I say, and there's no doubt about that. God doesn't speak to us like that. We can't question Him. You know, we, um, but the more, more than, than anything, is, is we're not waiting for God to speak to us, to talk to us. Really, what prayer helps us to do is to recognize that God is speaking, is talking to us. I don't know if you ever have a conversation with somebody who is like talking to you all the time. You know, all they do is just talk and talk and talk, and there's no way for you to, to talk in. What you have to do is you really have to jump in and say, "Stop!" You know, um, I want to have something to say. You know, it's 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 like us. You know, when we talk to God, when we pray, that's what happens when we talk too much, and we're not listening to God. We're not letting God speaking to us. So you gotta pull back. And, and let God speak. And so the, it's, it's hard, but you know, we've we got to let God do his part and speak to us. And you, know, and you know God is talking to us all the time. He speaks to us all the time. You know, um, and the way is one example of us knowing that God talks to us is this, okay? You and I are all alive. We are all here. We are all alive. All of, it, all of us. We are alive. We are sitting here. We are breathing. Okay, You know that the fact that you are alive, God is talking to you. God is actually talking to you right now. Um, have any one of you, you know, have a, some friends or relatives who have passed away, who have died away, maybe your parents or your, your, your grandparents or your relatives? Now, you, you can't do anything about that, isn't it? You can't do anything about a person dying. I know someone who's you know, one of my friends, this great friend of mine, who, who was dying, and I know he didn't want to die, and his family didn't want to die, you know, but there's nothing they can do about it. Life is something that comes from God. So if you are alive, God is speaking to you. God is giving you life. So God is already talking to you, saying, I'm the one who is giving you life. God is already talking to us. So if you're alive and you got the faith, then it is a gift from God. Can anyone manufacture faith? You can't manufacture faith. God has to give that to, you, to us. We are given that faith. So if you believe in God and that Christ is present in you and in the Eucharist, if you know that God, Christ said, go and help our fellow men, he's already talking to you. He's already telling you what to do. You pick up the gospel and you read the gospel and then everything about Christ, what Christ said in the gospel, he's talking to you. God is constantly talking to us. All we have to do is to listen. Okay, so now I'm going to talk to you about mental prayer. Those are just everyday, daily prayer uh, that, you can, that you can do. Um, Mental prayer. Now in prayer, we are not waiting for God to talk. More than anything else, what we are doing in prayer is listening to God's talking. 
And what we are doing in prayer is to begin to try and think and to talk what God wants us to do. What we get ourselves into prayer, um, we look at the gospel, we look at Christ, and then we begin to speak to, in his language. That's what prayer is all about. You, you let him speak to us. We open our soul to the things that he wants to say to us. Okay. Prayer is a dialogue between him and us. Now, as human beings, okay, our minds, by nature, is a restless butterfly. butterfly or, or I, Another way of saying it is um, it's, it's like um, you ever put a, don- um, a monkey in a tree... Okay, and if you, he won't sit still, isn't it? You know, the monkey. If you put a monkey in the in the tree, he will, he will do this, jump from one branch to another. You know, you can't keep a monkey still. Same thing with a butterfly, wandering like a wind. You know, wandering from one place to another, and and it needs to move. You know, forever flying, jumping from the past to the future, um, from memories to ideas, from ideas to plans. That's what our mind do. We're constantly thinking. Our minds, it's like that butterfly, constantly moving, seeking for ideas, seeking for playing, you know, um, worrying about things. And, you know, all these things come to our mind. So true prayer, what we do in prayer, the art of prayer, the, 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 the best prayer, is that it is it's considering, considering in mastering um, our attention our, and our centering in, on God. You know, you be able to control that monkey of yours. You know, um, I don't know what you do. You, um, I think there's a movie called Train Your Dragon or something. What do you call it? How to Train Your Dragon. Same thing. You know, how to train your 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 monkey. You all have a monkey in your head, okay? And when you come to pray, you gotta train your monkey. You gotta control your monkey. Everybody has a monkey in 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 their head. And so, control your monkey. I don't know. Give them butterf- uh, Give them bananas or something. But you are to control your minds. Okay. So that, that's how it is. Our mind works like constantly moving and things like that. Anybody have questions? Any questions before I move on? I'm doing all the talking here. You it's supposed to be a workshop. <laughs> so if you have any questions, just put your hands up. Okay. So in mental prayer, what we need. Our crutches, you know, the, if you have a, a, a broken leg or something, you need, you need a crutches, you know, pair of crutches to, to walk, okay? Prayer is the same thing. You need that support. You, you, you need the support of a, something verbal or something written that can help or guide you, okay? Prayer is like a dialogue with God, but you need something to hold on to in order to, to lead you there. And the first way, um, way of doing this I say it's meditation. And I'm going to um, talk about meditation now. And then at the end of uh, this session, I will all get you to, to do actual meditation. Um, so I'm just going to talk about meditation. And then as soon as, as soon as you understand, then later on we will um, do the actual meditation. So in meditation, what we do is we focus our eyes on a written word. Written, written phrase or prayer and the words w- w- what we call is um, a mantra you know just a really brief word a mantra a sentence or a phrase or something and the words capture our attention and establish a tie between ourselves and God if I read for example 
you know, if I say, if I pick this word, okay, you are my God, Lord, you know, that, that could be my, my mantra. And try to make these words as my own, you know, and identify my thoughts with the content of that statement. My mind is already with God. The words, it's like, it acts like a bridge between me and God. That's what, you know, uh, a support or crutches do. You know, it helps us to bridge between us and God. So mantra actually does that. But then the mind dis disengage, you know, it, it wanders off, you know, um, its attention to it, it just goes off. So what do you do there? You go back to the text, because you, you have the text there, you go back to the text, focus on your eyes again on the text, on that mantra, and again the written word will see you and hold your attention to God. And as the attention is fixed, remain there, remain with God, center on the content of the words as if the content were God himself God is speaking to you and the mind remains with God I know this sounds, sounds a bit uh, complicated but later on I'll explain later and giving by the nature the mind again wanders off so what do you do you'd come back again that's, that's what the, the donkey uh, the, um, the monkey does you know goes off but you've got to bring the, the, the monkey back you know you've got to always Come back to the focus point, and that is your your little mantra that you that you have. So, some of the mantras that I usually use is Jesus, I love you. Um, you can use that as your mantra, or you can say Maranatha, which is a really um, it it actually means um, come, Lord Jesus, come. Okay, or you can say. You search me and you know me. If you, if you read the psalm, you know that that's a wonderful phrase. Keep that phrase. Okay? Make it your own. The thing is, once you choose something, make it your own. Don't choose a long mantra. Try to choose a short mantra. Or you can say, my God and my all. Jesus' word on the cross. Okay? You can say that. Uh, or you can say, you are my Lord. Simple as that. Or you can say, Jesus, I love you. I usually say that. Jesus, I love you. Or, if you like St. Francis of Assisi, St. Francis of Assisi um, prayed when he was discerning God's will, and all he said was just one phrase, Who are you, Lord? Who am I? That's, that's all he did. So it becomes like a mantra. The rosary actually is a mantra. Uh, it's a way of praying the mantra. I don't know if you know that. You say the Hail Mary over and over again. And it's kind of meditation as well. Rosary was developed, was formed for that purpose, to help us to concentrate on, on the mystery of Christ. So that, that's a meditation. Okay, I will go through with you the technique later after this. Another way is the Lectio Divina. Um, it's a very, very easy way of praying. I actually like this, uh, the Lectio Divina. As a priest, I, I use it most of the time because when you're preparing for a homily, you've got to read the text and how you do it. I, I usually uh, do this. For me, it's actually the, the easiest ways of praying. You know, Because um, what you do is you open the gospel, you read the sacred scripture. Um, Lexio Divina really means divine reading. That's what it is. Lexio Divina. And this probably... Um, was one of the most popular way for Christian prayer. Um, a lot of monks use it, and they still do use it, and they use it as a way of praying. When they say the office, they sit there, they read, and then they just stick with 
you know, stay with that text all the time. So it goes through um, a method called, what you do is you open the gospel, you read, a verse, you read the gospel. So the first part is lexio, reading. Okay, that's the first part. The second part is you put yourself in the middle of that. What you do is you reflect. So it's called uh, meditatio, meditation. That's the second part. And then the third part is then you, you talk to Christ. You listen to Christ and you talk to, talk to Him. This is what they call or, oratio, which is prayer. Okay, that's the third part. Fourth part is you look at Christ. You look at His reaction. You know, in, in Lexio Divina, you look at his reaction, you look at and, and you see, you put yourself there. How does God, how does Christ um, think about this? What does he, he talk to us? What's important in the life for Christ? How does he want us to live? You take the message of Christ coming to you through the gospel. That's, and this is what we call uh, contemplatio, which is contemplation. That's the fourth stage, okay? The Lexio Divina is very, very simple. You got that four stages: lexio, meditatio, oratio, and contemplatio. Okay, reading, reflection, reflection, prayer, and contemplation. That's lexio divina. Very, very easy. But um, yeah, we, we I would sort of like touch it later. The third way of meditation, which is um, probably one of my favorite, is to use imaginations. If you find it really hard to to um, to concentrate or something, uh, imagination is probably one of the easiest way. If you have a mind of a, a designer or your um, like to design drawing things like that, this is probably one of your. You should do this. You should uh, use this as your prayer. Um, by the way, prayer. Okay, it depends on your mood. Okay. Um, sometimes you feel like saying the rosary. Sometimes you don't feel like saying the rosary. Sometimes you like to, to meditate. And sometimes you like to do the Lexio Divina. Sometimes you like to, to uh, meditate on the mantra. Other times you don't feel like doing all those things. So it can be depend on your mood, the mood of the day. And you, you, you go with that mood. Sometimes it's easier to use that mood. And I think imagination is, is one of the easiest what you do is you you read the text of the gospel okay you imagine yourself within the text within the scene okay um, imagine if you take a, a passage of the the parable or something and you imagine all the scene all the surrounding and you see Jesus there you put yourself in there and um, and then you, you you go from there what they do is they give you that support that idea of those crutches you know um, the scene, but then after that, what you have to do is you got to let go of that cru- those crutches, and let the Holy Spirit takes over. Meditation is all about that. The mantra, the imagination, lexio divina, they are all support things. Okay, crutches that you'd hold on to. But once you got you get to the stage where you don't need them anymore, you got to let them go, and let Christ, let let the Holy Spirit take over, and let your you speak to God. Okay. Supports are just there to guide you. When, when I was discerning my vocation, I, I used this a lot, okay, the imagination. And here are some, some of the things that I do okay, uh, when I was praying. I, I remember I, I used to, I, I grew up in, in Brisbane, and I used to go to St. Stephen's Cathedral a lot. 
And most of the morning I go to the eight o'clock mass and I always come early. And I would kneel, you know, at church, in church, and, you know, put my head down, have my arms like this and put my head down. And the way how I meditate is that I imagine myself as if I'm standing, I'm standing at the foot of the cross. This is all imagination, okay? Standing at the foot of the cross, looking up to Christ, looking up to Christ's crucifixion. You know, that's all I did. But I put my head down like this, okay? And all I did was just looking up to Christ. That's, that's all. Look at the face of Christ, okay? And, and slowly what it happened is that instead of me looking up to Christ, I was the one who's up there on the cross. See how wonderful it is? Simple as that. You, you put yourself there and then you let God, you let the Holy Spirit take over. So instead of me looking up to God, to Jesus, I'm the one who's on the cross. So what's God telling me? You know, there's heaps of things in there. So you can do a lot with your mind. Another, another time when I was praying, same thing. Every time I went to Mass, my hand down, head down and pray. You, um, and I imagine myself standing on the cliff of the, of, of, um, of the edge of the cliff, cliff and... What I did was I let go, as if, as if I fall down from the cliff. And all of a sudden, I was flying like Superman, you know. <laughs> I was flying. It's, it's, it's part of meditation, okay. You let your mind wander, okay, but the Holy Spirit takes over. And as if you're, I was flying like this. And then I saw, you know, I was flying around mountains and trees and birds and everything. And all of a sudden, instead of all the mountains, I was up, I was in heaven, as if I was in heaven, clouds, everything was like, you know, my way of, of, of reaching to God. Okay, that's, that's another way. Another way that I did um, was once, you can always bring your experience, something that you've done before, into your meditation. Once we were uh, up at, um, you know, before I joined again, I, we took a group of young people. And we went to, to do a bushwalk up in, in the Gold Coast. There were like a group of us. But that day, I had my nephew with me. And my nephew, because the bush track was pretty small, okay? You, you can only fit one. Um, you can hardly fit two people walking side by side. So what I did was I carried my nephew on my back and carry him to at the end of the walk. So what I did was the next day, I went to Mass again. And so I use that experience to pray. Okay, this is this is the power of prayer, power of the mind. You can work a lot with your mind. So what I did was I began by imagining myself carrying my nephew on my back, and we were walking, same path, same same forest. Okay, we were walking, and I was carrying my nephew on my back, and then all of a sudden, in the rainforest. They were like set of stairs, concrete stairs, out inside in, in the forest. It's, just, it's amazing. And then, you know, out of nowhere. So I climb up the set of stairs, up to the concrete stairs, and we came to the, the landing, and there was a door there. So I opened the door, go into this <coughs> space. It's like a hall, you know, just empty space. But then on the other side of the hall, there was like a stage with two seats there. So I figure I need to put 
my nephew sit up there, you know, we go up there. He went up there, turned around, put my nephew on one seat, and then I was sat on the next seat. <coughs> and I look around, look at my nephew, and I saw Jesus. I was carrying Jesus all through, all along. See how wonderful it is? That's prayer. You know, that's, that's, that's the news of your imagination. You can do heaps. One of the best ways I like is of prayer is in, in meditation is imagine as if I, I usually sit like this, put my hands on my, my, my lap, is I imagine that as if I, I, I'm carrying my heart like this. My heart always beat, you know how you, it's always beat, boop, boop, like that. As if I'm carrying my heart every time. I don't actually do like this, I just sit like this, but I just keep imagining myself carrying my heart like this and it is breathing, and then the next minute, it's just as if I'm carrying the Lord himself, as if I'm carrying him, and he is in my palm, like that. Heaps of things that you can do, okay? So those are just ways of imagination that you can use. Um, there's heaps of other ways, okay? But you got to, you got to um, pick your own. you got to uh, pick the one that you feel comfortable with, but don't rely on just one type of prayer. You gotta, you know, um, use every one of them if you if you feel comfortable. Okay, so that's probably it for my talk. But I'm gonna um, get you to do some practice now. Any question before I do the practice, the little exercise that we're gonna do meditation. No. No question. Okay, let's do a little uh, meditation exercise. Are you all ready for this? You gotta be awake, okay? Because I don't want you to sleep. It's, it's very, very easy to sleep. But when you do meditation, you gotta be fully awake. Um, okay, the first thing that you need to do is to find a comfortable position. When you you can sit on the floor if you want. You can lie down if you want. You can sit on 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 the chair if you want. But just be warned: if you lie down on the floor, it's easy to fall asleep. <laughs> very easy so um, how you put your hands absolutely important how you put your, your your feet very very important and make sure you have your feet on the floor because the reason is because while you meditate if you have your feet or your legs cross or do certain things okay when you meditate you get distracted oh I don't want that position you know oh, my hand should not be there. So put where you feel most comfortable and relax, okay? The hands must be relaxed. So um, I usually put my hands on my lap, just, just so that you, know, you, you actually let go of your, 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 you don't have to be stiff, let go of your, your hand, okay? And let it rest on your lap. That's a very important thing. Hands are very, very important. Okay, and also legs as well. So, you're comfortable. The way the the the, um, the hardest thing about meditation is the the breathing. If you can get your breathing right, you will get your meditation right. Um, the way how I explain it is that you breathe in God, like you suck in God, and you let go of all the waste. You know, um, I don't know. <laughs> breathe in God. Let go, as if 
you want to have a try? It, it's, it's very good for you. If, if, you stress, if you feel stressed, this is the best way of doing it. Breathe in and let go. And that's, that's actually, um, if you're a runner, if you, any one of you run, like a, a jogger, you got to have, or, or a swimmer, you got to have that breathing technique, don't you? Same thing when you meditate. you got to have that rhythm of, of breathing. So you breathe in and let go, okay? Do you want to have a go, go at that? Breathe in and let go, okay? I'll, I'll get you to actually do it later, but in, out. In, <coughs> out, okay? Breathe in, you, you suck in God, breathe in God, and then let go of all the other things, okay? So now, that, that's, that's the first thing. Second thing is you've got to choose a mantra. So think of a mantra. Um, some of the mantra that I said before. What is it now? Um, Jesus, I love you. Or um, Maranatha, if you feel really... Uh, uh, yeah. Or you say, come Lord Jesus, come. Or you can say, my God, my all. Whatever you, you think is easiest. Okay? The shorter, the better. And try to make that as part of your prayer. Okay? The, 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 the uh, mantra is very important. Choosing a mantra is quite hard for some people, but choose the one that you feel most comfortable. Usually I just go for Jesus, I love you. Simple as that. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. So you repeat the mantra. So the technique is, the way you do is, you, let, you breathe in, you let go, and use that breathing for your mantra. Okay? Do you understand? Uh, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Understand? So, in with the mantra and out. That's how you do it. And you, you do it like slowly, okay? Don't go too, 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 like that. So, do it slowly. Okay. So, let's let do it. Okay, we, we have another 15, 20 minutes. So, we, we go for 10 minutes, and then after that, you, uh, you will let me know. Um, you can ask questions. When you're gonna you're gonna get that distraction that that monkeys okay you gotta be able to control if you if you um, get distracted and your minds just wander <coughs> off come back to the text come back to to that mantra and keep at it and then if it comes uh, the monkey disturbs you again come back to that but once you you um, you reach a stage where you don't need that support anymore let go okay you don't need the mantra anymore after that. Let God speak to you. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Only if you feel as if you're ready to let go of those um, mantra. So you understand? Understand before I teach you how to do it? Any question? No. Simple as that, huh? Very simple. So, okay. Sit properly. Are you comfortable like that? Yeah. <laughs> Mommy, you okay? Okay. Now, uh, hands. Where are you going to put your hands? Hands on your laps if you think, okay. So close your eyes. So usually we start by relaxing your uh, your whole body, okay. So just listen to what I have to say to you. So breathe in, breathe out. In, out. In. While you do that, 
in and out. I want you to um, let go, okay, of your mind. Just relax your mind. I want you to just relax your face, let go of your face, just relax it. And your throat, just relax your throat, but keep breathing in and out. And your shoulders, just relax your shoulders. Let that go. And your hands, just relax your hands. Just let that go. Don't stiff it, just let it go. your heart just let your heart go relax your heart now just relax your legs Just go back to the mantra and just keep going with the mantra and then until I stop.
Okay. We just stopped it. Okay. How did you go? I saw some heads nodding. <laughs> How did you go? Any, any, anyone? I have a very bad monkey. Bad monkey. <laughs> <laughs> anyone else? What's that? What's peace, peace of mind? Makes you yeah. It, that's what it does. The, the mantra helps you to cool down your mind. It's really great of relaxing. You, everybody needs to to meditate. Um, I do it all the time, and it's a great time. It's time to do it. It's in the morning. Morning is good when you're really awake. If you're a morning person, it's a great time. And if you are a night person, then at night. So choose a time where you don't feel sleepy. Um, and it's it's so that's why I said this time is not a very good time to meditate. Anyone else? Anybody have a lot of problems or did anybody? What what were some of the mantra that? Um, I'm gonna do this one meditation with, which I really love and um, it's what I call um, it's it's a um, imagination meditation. I call it sort of like a. Um, spiritual healing or whatever you, you want to call it but um, it's kind of meditation but you bring Jesus in okay into prayer okay so it's um, use your mind a lot okay so you want to do this you want to try this okay so um, okay your position again you sit in your position and don't all you have to do is just listen to my voice okay so I'm I'm not I'm not hypnotizing you okay I'm just, <laughs> you just have to listen to my voice and listen to what I tell you what to do, okay? Just listen. So you're all comfortable? You're sitting? Don't, um, <laughs> don't, don't, like, like halfway, don't just change all okay? Get this. Be comfortable where you are. Sit comfortably and then, um, yeah. So again, okay, same thing, same way of meditation. Um, if you close your eyes, and you don't need to say a mantra in this one. This is a kind of a imagination, meditation. So close your eyes. Breathe in and breathe out. In, out. In, out. In, out. Just want you to go through that process of relaxing your body. Let go of all those muscles. Okay, I want you to imagine that you are the only person who sits in this room. There is nobody else but you. Nobody else in this room but you. You are by yourself in this room and it is completely dark. Just imagine that room. You are in this space by yourself. Keep breathing in and out. Now I want you to remember back when you were 
one or one year, year old, what happened there? So I'm gonna, just going to change like a TV channel, just change when you were one, what happened there? What's special or what happened to you when you were one? Now change, what happened to you when you were three? Change that, what happened to you when you were five? Change, what happened to you when you were eight? Change, what happened to you when you were 10? What happened to you when you were 12? What happened to you when you were 15? What happened to you when you were 17? What happened to you when you were 20? Just keep reflecting. If you're not 20, just keep, re just hold on to okay. When you were 24, to you last year? What happened to you maybe six months ago? Recently, what happened to you? Okay, now I want you to keep those thoughts. Okay, keep close your eyes. Now imagine, okay, Jesus, it's right at the door of this hall, outside at the entrance out there where the um, hall is, the basketball. And he's, he's standing right there. Jesus is there. And I want you to imagine him walking to this room goes down through the corridor and it turns left and it comes to this door here and he's standing outside the door and it comes through this door and he finds you you are here by yourself and he walks right up to you. He's standing right in front of you, looking down to you. 
and you look up and look at him. Look at his face. And I want you to give everything of your past to Jesus. All those problems, all those happy thoughts and sad thoughts. And I want you to give them to him. Take, Lord, take all of this away from me. Give it all to him. And look at him as he is looking at you. Tell me what, what happened, okay? <laughs> a lot of things came up for you. A lot of the things that you probably never thought of just comes up for you, all the past things. Confronting things, bad things, sad things, good things, true. That's why I call it spiritual healing. You put everything onto Christ. You know, all those bad things and you just pour. Lord, take them all away. You know, we all have problems. And Christ comes along, takes everything away, puts on his cross for us. That's what Christ does. We are to do that. That's, that's the power of your, your mind. See, you can do heaps of things with your mind. Meditation helps us to do that. Um, did, you, did you like that? Did you like that? You can do that anytime, okay? Anytime. You don't have to do it here. You can do it at home. Um, just imagine God comes to you and that's just one technique you can do other ways I gave you a few ideas but you got to make it your own and um, make it part of your prayer so um, and also if you have a spiritual director if you know that some priest that you want to talk to you about those little ideas or thoughts that came to you those are the good things to talk about. Talk to your spiritual director about those things. You know, the fact that they comes up, they come up because they have, they wanted to tell you something. Don't just disregard them, okay? Those things popped up because you haven't really resolved them. You haven't really dealt with them. So talk to your priest, your spiritual director about those things, okay? They are very, very important. Um, why they come up? Because they want to say something to you. So. Um, See, see your spiritual director. So that's all I got to say. Um, okay, good. Thank you for listening to my talk. Thank you. Radio.org.au